In the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Good evening. So, priests were on retreat this past week, and uh, we, had, we brought in a priest, and he was giving a, a series of conferences to us. And, you know, at one point the priest says, God never sends us where his grace cannot sustain us. God never sends us where his grace cannot sustain us. I was thinking about this within my own life, right? All the, all the various places that God has sent me, all the, all the various things that he has called me to do, and how it was always his grace that was there to carry me through the situations of life that I was facing, both the good and the bad, right? Especially, right, my priesthood, right? That it's, it's all God's grace. It has nothing to do with me, has nothing to do with my power, has nothing to do with my goodness, that it is purely the grace of God that carries me through. It's the very same thing for all of us, for each and every one of our lives, right? That it's God's grace that carries us through the moments of our life. Think of the readings today. Paul was a prisoner, that he was going to be killed for the faith. Paul couldn't do that on his own. People who were with him couldn't do that on their own. It was purely the grace of God that enabled him to do that, that enabled him to be willing to die for Christ. Think of the gospel today, right, with Mary. I was just reflecting on the shock that Mary must have felt for the angel to appear to her. Not only does he tell her that she is filled with grace, that God says that she, a virgin, will conceive and bear a son. That in no point of the history of the world has a virgin conceived. Yeah, for Elizabeth and Zechariah in their old age, God had done that in the Old Testament. But God had never made a virgin conceive and bear a child. And yet the angel says to her, with God, nothing is impossible. I can't imagine that Mary wasn't being prepared for that moment. That from her conception, God was preparing Mary along the way to be able to respond and carry and persevere through this calling that he had given her. God doesn't just spring things on us and be like, you figure it out on your own, you do it. From the moment of time, God has been preparing us to be able to gracefully respond to each and every call that he has for our life. Because God has willed every single thing in our life to take place, both the good and the bad. It can't exist if it's not willed by God. So both the joyful things that we experience and the painful and sorrowful things that we experience are willed by God. But he's also giving us his grace. He's pouring his love within our hearts to be able to persevere and joyfully carry whatever it is that he's calling us to. 
Right? We're all, we're, we all have our callings in very different ways, right? We, we all have the general calling. Each and every single one of us in this church is called to become a saint. That calling is the same for all of us. And we all have our secondary callings. For some of us, it's the priesthood. Maybe for some of you, it might be the religious life. For some of us, it's the married life. And we all have our other callings in life. Again, they can be joyful, they can be difficult, right? But they're, they're individual, they're particular to who we are. And when it comes to the, the joyful callings, they're very easy to respond to, right? When something good is happening to us, we can be like, oh God, thank you for this. But when it's difficult, when it's painful, we don't want to respond to it. We don't want to embrace the pain. As human beings, we want to run from the crosses that God has given us. That is what our human nature says. I see it all the time. Seeing people run from their crosses. Right? Men and women don't respond to their vocations, whether it's to the priests of the religious life or even marriage, because of fear. Whether it's the fear of, that they've put into their own minds or the fear that their families have instilled within them. I've seen relationships fall apart. I've seen God directing people to take certain directions. And they've went the other way because of fear. Now we can think as human beings, well, it's better they, they didn't, they went the other way rather than embracing the fear. But that's not what God was calling us to. Right? God calls us to whatever he calls us to, and we have to embrace it regardless of what fear sits on our hearts. That we can't run from something because there is fear. Even Mary in the gospel, she felt fear. Think of the angel, right? Do not be afraid. And if Mary who was created with a perfect human nature, who was filled with the grace of God, had fear, who are we to think that we're not going to experience fear in life? We all have fears. It's okay. We're human beings. We're not God. We're not angels. We're humans. And so we will experience fear, whether it's the fears of the future, fears for our family, fears for our businesses, that we all will experience fears. Just think of the, the situations of this past week. How many parents were afraid to send their kids to school? How many kids were afraid to go to school? What do we do when we experience that fear? There's only one thing that we can do. Let's go to God. Let's turn to Him. That we hear the words of the angel in the gospel that says, Be not afraid. That we hear what God spoke in the first reading he says, Fear not, O Jacob, my servant, the darling whom I have chosen. That we are God's chosen people. God has chosen each and every single one of us, and he loves 
each and every single one of us to the point of dying on the cross. So God will never, ever abandon us. So we have nothing to fear because God is with us. Because God is always giving us his strength in the situations of our life, both the good and the difficult ones. In fact, the, the name Gabriel in the gospel, the angel who appeared to Mary, it actually means strength of God. And so it was the strength of God that appeared to Mary in the midst of her calling, that appeared to Mary in the midst of her trouble, to give her peace. And so it's the strength of God that appears to us in the midst of our troubles, our fears, our whatever it is, and gives us the peace of God. That God enters into our entire lives. So my dear brothers and sisters, what is God calling us to in this moment? That we feel fear. We feel timidness. That we have trepidation about. Maybe we're afraid of answering our vocation, whether it's to marriage, whether it's to priesthood, whether it's to religious life. Maybe we're a parent and we're afraid for our kids, the future, whatever it is. Maybe very simply that we just have a difficult cross to carry and that God is calling us to embrace this cross. But we just have fear and anxiety over it. Today, God is speaking to us a message of peace and hope. He's saying to us today, follow me and, and I will give you joy that your heart desires. Follow me and your heart will feel the peace. If you follow the world, just get anxiety, get fear. If we follow God, we get the fulfillment of what our heart wants. So this week, let's just reflect on the various callings that God is asking within our lives. And prepare for any future calling that he has in store for us. To always remember the words of the angel, be not afraid. To keep those words on our thoughts, on our hearts, and on our lips. So that when we face whatever it is that God is calling us to, we can allow the strength of God to really enter into our hearts, to place his peace in the midst of whatever we're facing. Amen.